0: Welcome to this week's Green Sight Up. This is Richard Henschel, porticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk a little bit about our, our uh, feathered friends and bird feeders. Uh, certainly this time of year those bird feeders will bring in a variety of, you know, migrating birds that during the early spring on their journey to uh, summer dig somewhere, uh, it's always fun to see what's happening at the bird feeder. Um, and this time of year is certainly before there's really much of, for them to eat elsewhere in nature or in our home landscapes. There's just uh, limited food at this time of year uh, naturally, if you will. So it's always good to uh, be sure we continue to our feeding efforts you know, well into spring until they can find food on their own. Uh, the migratory birds will, will move along and continue um, somewhere. Uh, But we also have our overwintering birds that certainly appreciate the fact that you're going to continue to feed them as well. Some of the things I want to really address here would be, um, you know, plan to use up all the bird seeds so that stormer storage and say are those pantry pests or grain pests are not really an issue. Um, it's, just continue to feed it till it's gone. Even if there is some, some natural native material now available, just make sure you use it all up. Clean the container you've been storing it in uh, so it's uh, dry and clean for, for next year when you start all over again. Um, if you, uh, well, we haven't had any rain, so these birds still need water. So another thing that can happen right now along with getting rid of the last of the seed is providing them some water. Uh, the snow's gone, nothing to eat that way. We don't have a lot of spring rains that have left puddles for them to get moisture. So so uh, add that little bowl of water and once again you'll make them even that much more happy. Um, besides the continuation of the feeding activities, there's a, just like everything else we seem to enjoy, there's always a couple of maintenance or spring cleaning activities, you know, so, uh, associated with whatever we're doing. And, and especially when we're thinking about nature at this time of year, uh, you might be surprised that if you haven't gone out and checked recently, uh, you find out that the feeding slots or the holes on some of the feeders that are available to us have been blocked off by, uh, seed debris. Uh, The leftover debris then typically will absorb moisture and cake together, and then we find out that the seeds are not moving out of the feeder as they should, or only certain size of seeds make it out of the feeder, and that limits the kind of birds and the wildlife that really will come to the feeder. So it's it's not such a hard thing to fix, but really the remedy is pretty much dumping the seed out of the feeder into a a pail or another container and then getting in there and do a thorough cleaning of the inside of the feeder. Obviously, we need to pay special attention to the openings before returning the seed to the feeder and and putting it back into service. You'll be very surprised at how caked up the inside of your feeder can be this time of year, unless you've already know this and have already taken care of that uh, earlier in the season. So besides dealing with the feeder itself, uh, another activity that sometimes can be troubling to us but very necessary is trying to figure out how to get all the spent seed holes out of the lawn, for example, or off the patio uh, and if you fed all winter and that, that feed has contained sunflowers, the holes will pile up below the feeder quite, quite deeply, several inches. Uh, they mix with those other seed holes and they also, with a bit of moisture in the s- snow that we had, they'll just mat together and they just don't blow away and they don't just sweep up. So they, they typically are going to require you to get out something like a hard rake or a leaf rake uh, uh, square nose shovel, something where you can really break that matted group of seed holes up and get them uh, get them up and into a, a, a waste container of some type. Um, I know you can also, once you've got as much as you can up mechanically like that, especially on the patio, uh, uh, if you've got a, a shop wet dry vac, uh, use it. Uh, be amazed how much more of that, you can clean up off the patio using the vacuum. Uh, I'm also aware that uh, birders have actually used the vacuum out in the lawn portion underneath the feeder, and you're because you can't rake all that out with a leaf rake. So this is another way to remove that extra debris out of the lawn and let the lawn uh, have a good start this spring. Otherwise, the the matted seed holes are going to mat down the mat down the grass underneath the feeder, and then later on you won't be. Won't be so happy with that either. Um, you, uh, I mentioned a square nose shovel. The snow shovel is certainly an adequate tool this time of year to use as well before you put it away for the winter time. Uh, on patio surfaces, a hard coarse bristle broom will oftentimes dislodge those stuck on materials, and you can uh, uh, get rid of them uh, that way as well so that wet dry vac might be your last step in in getting the debris cleaned up off the patio and and out of the lawn. One thing I would mention in all of this is um, while it might be a bit of a struggle to get all that cleaned up, you can add those seed holes to your compost pile. It's organic matter and it will help in the brown part of the ground and green mixture that we need for composting. So uh, you can add it to the compost bin rather than just put them in the garbage and see them hauled away off the curb. Um, the one precaution there is going to be birds, you know, typically do a pretty good job um, of leaving behind just the hulls, having eaten the good germ out of the seed itself. But as with all things, you can probably expect to see a few seeds germinating out of the compost pile, um, especially if you haven't uh, turned. All, that, all those um, bird, the bird seed hulls into the pile as you would routinely with the rest of your yard waste that you always put into the composting. So just like when it's time to turn the pile because you've added a, 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 a portion of greens or browns, uh, you've just added a layer of spent seed hulls, you need to incorporate that into the pile as well. So this is, uh, this is all good things, actually. Uh, you've helped the birds. You have uh, added to the compost pile. Uh, as I say, you uh, encourage those birds on their path uh, to wherever they're going to end up this summer. Um, to stop and have a meal and, and get some water. So that's all, all good things. Uh, a great uh, family activity is uh, just having the family kind of keep a simple journal of when you might see a migrating bird, a new bird, and you look them up in the book and you add them to your list. It's just a kind of a fun activity that you could do every Saturday morning or whenever the kids say come home from school, what's out there, what's happening. Uh, and it makes for a nice activity. So don't forget the birds. Don't forget your uh, bird feeders and the management that we've talked about here, cleaning it up for the springtime and being all ready come next fall. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. It's always a pleasure. I'll be back again with you next week.